Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on the penultimate football Friday. It's Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller for the next couple of hours to talk sports with you. And thank you for uh, giving us some of your time here this morning. A BMW of Des Moines guest list on 106.3 KXNO goes like this. We will start uh, at the bottom of the hour, head to Las Vegas, where uh, we'll catch up with our friend Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports. The Niners, a seven and a half point favorite. The Ravens, about a four point favorite. Well, they are four point favorite in the AFC Championship game. Mike Palm on that and other topics as we catch up with our friend uh, from Circa. Uh, at 10 minutes before noon, we will preview uh, with Nick Athen the AFC Championship. He covers the Chiefs, ChiefsBlitz.com. ChiefsBlitz.com for Nick. We'll take a look at the uh, Chiefs and the Ravens uh, at 11.50. 12.05, Chris Williams is here. Chris got a little ink in one of the Kansas City papers this morning. Not sure he's aware of that. Uh, in the Wichita Eagle, he was quoted in a piece by uh, K-State writer Kellis Robinette, the the K-State-Iowa State game just won't go away, yeah. right? Lingers 48 hours later um, with accusations apparently out there. So, uh, Chris, on, on what Hilton was like on Wednesday night and then going forward to tomorrow, we know it's going to be bonkers uh, as Kansas comes to town. The only time, at least during the regular season, the Jayhawks and the Cyclones will play. Could change once they get to the tournament, of course, in Kansas City. Uh, but uh, for now, it's only on the docket one time. We'll talk to Chris about that at 12.05. Also, maybe pick his brain a little bit on the uh, on the latest in the gambling uh, situation with uh, with Chris. Uh, and then Tom Caker at 12.30. Um, there's no smoke coming out of the football office chimney just yet. But maybe we're getting close as there was a breaking of bread this morning. Uh, yeah, some pictures out there. There little... are pictures. Kevin Johns hanging out. Uh-huh. Scott Docterman's buddy, I guess, must work there or something because he sent them to Doc. Or it could have been a breakfast, whatever it was. But yeah, uh, we saw him at that new hotel right next to my tailgate spot. Oh, is that where it is? Yep. It's a, Mar- a, a courtyard, right, yeah, by Marriott? Yeah. And it's brand new. Yeah, it's been there three years, something okay, like that. Yeah. Um, so we will, uh, maybe he's the guy, right? Maybe he's the guy. We'll find out. We will uh, talk to Tom Cakert on that. Uh, Iowa, Michigan, in what is a now a absolute must win, no doubt about it. Very, uh, very little margin for error for this men's basketball program. We'll talk to uh, Tom about those topics and other Hawkeye related stuff at 1230 before we make our two picks on the championship games this weekend. No football tomorrow. We'll have to wait until Sunday. Sunday, 2 o'clock for the AFC, and then 5.30-ish for the NFC title, San Fran and Detroit. Going to be a good weekend. It is. Good basketball day tomorrow. Uh Uh-huh. Decent start tonight with one Big Ten game, Michigan State and Wisconsin. I love the Friday night games uh, when there's a uh, Big Ten or a Big, well, there's it's not going to be Big Twelve. Big Ten seems to claim Mm -hmm. that real estate on FS1. Uh, So away we go. How are you? I'm good. Weird night last night, just bouncing around. Yeah, it was weird. I, I spent um, the early part of my night uh, flipping back and forth from LSU uh-huh. and South Carolina to uh, the Minnesota Wild <laughs> and the Nashville Predators. If somebody would have told you, I'm, oh, come on, even yep. a year ago, no way, that on a Thursday night when there's hockey yep. going on, yep. 
there's still college hoops happening. Yeah, small schools, but sure. That you are going to be mm-hmm. locked into mm-hmm. South Carolina LSU. Sports growing. Not men's. Nope. Women's basketball. Yep. What have you told them? I told you you're out of your mind. <laughs> Even, maybe it had some more choice words, right? right I can't say those here. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but, but yeah, I absolutely would have said that. So, look, it was good. It was good theater, yeah, right? It was it good theater. Was. And, um, and stories are what moves the needles. And, and that was clearly a story last night. Angel Reese fouling out with mm-hmm. a little more than four minutes left in the basket. And that fifth foul, too. What a terrible foul on yeah. that part. And just, just all armed. Her. Yeah. It's like she was trying to foul out. <laughs> yeah. He kind of did have that feeling. It, it really was, did. It was an entertaining game. Mm-hmm. You had the storylines. And so, Iowa beat. <laughs> I mean, jeez. That game is still incredible. Yeah, you know what? In the grand scheme of things, Trent, mm-hmm. when you see the athleticism on the floor uh, with those two schools last night, <laughs> they really were some athletes, mm-hmm. weren't there? And, uh, but you know what? Here goes Iowa, and they, and they beat them, and... Uh, had an opportunity, as we know, to play for a national championship. It didn't go their way, but man, oh man. Haley Van Lith kind of had that moment yeah, where she did that big her, three. Her moments have been, it's been weird, that her usage this year. Right. And she, there's been she, times. I wonder that, if she made a mistake. It's an interesting one, right? Because ultimately, if you win a national championship, mm-hmm. well, no, you're good. Right. Her men's been toyed with. Uh-huh. Uh, there's been times in stretch, big moments. I mentioned watching that Auburn game, was that a week ago? I remember you saying that. And she yeah. wasn't in the game yeah. late. What's going on there? But those checks cashed, I'm guessing, for her to get there in the first place. Now, we can, I think, all agree that Kim Mulkey's a terrible person. He's a bad human being. Mm-hmm. But as a basketball coach, mm-hmm. she's damn good. Yeah. And maybe it's her just pushing those buttons, figuring things mm-hmm. out, getting exactly what she wants out of Haley Van Lith. And maybe that's the reason that we've kind of seen the... We'll just say toyed with. The is, she, with. is she the, um, oh, I don't know if despised is the right word. I don't know if hate is, hate is um, I mean, it used to be, especially in the women's game, it was Gino Ariama. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Just um, because of the domination. Right. Um, well, not just, but a big reason. And in the men's game, it was Bobby Knight, I guess, yeah. for his antics. K, just because they were good. Yes, right, right, uh, for, for sure. But she's kind of taken that mantle, hasn't yeah, she? She has. And it, I really got a kick. So uh, I don't know if you saw. I don't know if she was wearing it during the game, but I saw pregame. Yeah, the the, the Tiger thing on the back? No, uh, no, jacket? no. Oh. No, I was talking about Don Staley on the other side. Oh, she, no, I didn't. She had a Chanel sweatshirt on that had the Chanel C-C? logo. Yeah, CC. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, a Hawkeye fan. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, big Caitlin Clark yeah, fan. Yeah. Everybody took it as serious. I and, saw that. Yeah. yeah. I really got a kick out of that mm-hmm. one, too. Mm-hmm. I wish uh, somebody would have asked her about that one in postgame. But you know what? Um, here we are talking about it, yes. and the country watched it. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that that probably, of all the college basketball games last night, was the most watched college basketball game yeah. of the night, men's and women's combined. Because, mm-hmm. again, it was not a shiny slate on the men's side, but even if it would have been a couple of marquee games out there, this attracted some eyeballs, and, and good for the sport, great for the yeah. sport. Uh, so we shall see where it goes. We shall see if there is a um, the shelf life of this of this because mm-hmm. uh, we got some major stars right now. We do, Trent. We absolutely now. Do. What's happening at USC with that young freshman? She is outstanding. I've seen just a little Have bit of you? her, but I haven't seen anything. She's kind of the next one up, and okay. the sport's only going to get better, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the way this so. usually goes. I think so. But once Caitlin Clark is gone, what uh, well remains to be seen. A couple of championship games uh, this Sunday. I think both of them have a chance to be really good. I really do. Um, maybe it's wishful thinking in some aspects, uh, some respects, uh, that you just don't want 
a a bad game. We've only got three of them left. <laughs> Believe it or not, we are down to three. Two of them, and then we'll take a week. The Pro Bowl doesn't count. Uh, a week off and uh, before Super Bowl Sunday in two weeks. But um, man, oh man, uh, they've both got a chance. I'm going to. I'm leaning right now, Trent, and maybe you can talk me out of it. Or maybe you don't want to talk me out of it. I'm leaning both uh, the one seeds to get through. I'm going to go against Mahomes. Yeah. It's Baltimore's defense. I I continue to find it very difficult. The way the Detroit defense, they given up yards to the Rams. Could have lost that game. They gave up a ton of yards to Tampa. Mm -hmm. How are they going to stop San Francisco? And you don't have the home field advantage that you had and in the dome. I I love Dan. The, the, The Detroit Lions story is tremendous. I love it. Maybe it's just me being hopeful that at minimum we're going to get one game. That's good. One good one, yeah. That I'm leaning towards Kansas City. We'll officially make our picks at the end, but there's kind of two ways that I look at picking games, right? And Dan, be patient. We're coming right to it. Yeah, we'll get to Dan in a moment. It's, all right, I like to fade the public. That's mm-hmm. a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Public's going to be on Kansas City. But do I want to be sitting there enjoying one of the final football games of the year, one of the last three, and the game starts out, and I got a ticket with Baltimore, and Patrick Mahomes just doing Patrick Mahomes yeah. thing. I, I, and then you have to kill yourself for the next three hours and 15 minutes. Like, what an idiot I am. I, I How know. can I be this I stupid? I don't think I want to do that. So eventually, yes, I think I'm going to grab the points here. But am I going to be surprised if Baltimore, very workmanlike, 27-13 you know, kind of win? Mm-hmm. I won't be. I'm with you. Uh, they've got some dudes on that defense, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm uh, relying on. Uh, let's get Dan in here. Dan, thank you for being patient. What's on your mind this morning, Dan? Yeah, to circle back to the uh, women's basketball game you guys were sure. talking about last night, um, and yeah, what, Kate, what Kim Mulkey was wearing. Did you see her assistant coach? Yes, I did. I didn't till this morning. The, the, the fur, yeah, the and the fur leather pants, and, like, the leather pants. Yeah, yeah, it's like they're going on a night night out on the streets or something. It was. Yeah, but She's, it just makes you. I think it makes you more proud to be a Hawkeye fan or a Cyclone fan that the women's basketball teams that we have in this state. It's not all about them. It's right. about it's about the girls without the state. Excellent point, Dan. Excellent point. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you chiming in. Uh, I think the 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 woman that uh, the Dan referred to as the head of basketball operation. I saw oh, on Twitter. Okay. In fact, I think it was Heather. Oh, really? Uh, that exed it. Uh, this this morning on Twitter that I saw it for the first time. Yeah, Dan's right. I mean, it looked like they were going for a night on the town. And did you see the guy coach that was talking to Reese? felt like every single time that she would come yes, out. Yes, I, that I tall did. Male that assistant. Yeah, I do. Now that you mention it, I do recall that. I wonder if he's the post coach or something like that. Be, there were a couple of times he was getting into her tour. I mean, she came over yeah. by through, I don't think it was after the last foul. It might have been her fourth and mm-hmm. letting her have it over mm-hmm. there. But they got talent. Yeah, I mean, both teams do. Moral. Moravish average 25 and 10 last year to Paul. Sick. She's like their third option. That's right. No, pretty good basketball on display last night. And uh, wouldn't be a bit surprised if we see these two teams on the Sunday, the final yeah. Sunday of, uh, of college basketball anyways. Yeah. Getting a number one seed or staying away from mm-hmm. those two teams. That'd be very important. For as long as you can. Yes. And I mean, certainly South Carolina. Yeah. Um, they were available a week ago. I wanted to get a bet in before this game. To win I, it all? To win it all. They were plus 340. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to get that anymore. No, I don't I did, last uh, night. One of our favorite things that neither of us have come close to hitting. What did you do? Where you put championship parlays together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of them I had, South Carolina women, um, I think Kansas men, 
and 49ers to win the Super Bowl. You know, I did uh-huh. three or four different ones of those, and South Carolina was my key. Isn't that what you call yeah, it in the key, horse yeah, racing term? Yeah, absolutely. It was all South Carolina women mm-hmm. were all a part of that. And that was a ticket last year? No, for tic- this year, yeah. Well, that sounds like a decent sh- I mean, the only, if, if I had to poke a hole in, I would say it's the Jayhawks. Yeah, right. Right, and, and the way be, they're going It was just right a big now. price. Yeah. And it was a $10 bet to win, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. five grand or something like that. So that was mm-hmm. the reason that I put those two together. But those are fun. We they see are. these come across all the time. Are we ever going to get close? We talk yes, about these, I think so. these big hits that happen all the time and these monster, just getting to that last moment, that last championship, I how know. amazing that would be. It would be great. Look, I was... Um, at least as the playoffs started, staring down the barrel of 175 to one, Niners Browns or Browns Niners rather. Mm-hmm. And I was like 135 the other way. I mean, that, these are. I like them. I'm yeah. always going to play them. Nobody's ever going to talk me out of playing them when the exactness come out for next year. I'm going to play. Although I'm not sure I'm going to play the Chargers this year. You're not. Uh, you know why? And I think they've obviously got a big shot because I always do. Yes. Uh, but I'm just. I, I think Harbaugh's going to hurt the price. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think he's going to make it to uh, so much of a detriment. Instead of getting 25 to 1, you're going to get, I don't know, 18, 22. I don't know what the price will be. Well, and they're in salary cap hell. I mean, they're, yes. I think, have the. And they got a bunch of free agents. Yes. The mm-hmm. third worst mm-hmm. look at kind of the salary cap for next year mm-hmm. above the 32 teams. So they're in trouble there. Is that a reason maybe Belichick? Belichick's not going to get a job. Is that where we are right now? Bill Belichick's not going to get a job. Yeah. Watch. The only one that makes sense that I think is left, and Ben Johnson's the favorite, apparently, is the Commanders. See, and that one I could see. But boy, sitting at number two, you're going to get a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Which quarterback? There's a lot of Daniels love. There really is. Drake may seemingly, his his spot as the second overall pick in this draft is seemingly on shaky ground. There's one more spot for Belichick, and the job's not open. Job's not open. The job's not open. Well, we know McCarthy's coming back Mm -hmm. to Dallas. Yep. Uh, Philly's staying Mm -hmm. and changing coordinators. Yep. Something's still open. Somebody's still playing? Nope, and they're close. Vikings, Packers. But I'm not sure Belichick would do it for one reason. Jets? No. He wouldn't go back to the Jets. You're close. The Giants? You're getting colder. <laughs> just tell me. You're wearing the right division. Why don't you just tell me who you're the talking Buffalo about? Buffalo Bills. But haven't they said that McDermott's back? I don't know, but I don't know if they have or not. There was a lot of talk throughout the season that this guy is on shaky ground. Bill Belichick's out there. He knows the division, but would he take the job seeing that he's going to have to play the Patriots twice? Would he do that? If it's his best chance. Well, if it's only opportunity no. and he wants to continue to coach, mm-hmm. it's a team that in two years he'll have the wins record. Yep. They're locked in there. Mm-hmm. He can rebuild the defense with would, all the injuries. Micah would, Hyde may be walking away. It sounds like he is. Yeah. And, and wouldn't it be something if... If that record happened to be in one against one of those in one of those two games that you play the Patriots on any given uh-huh. season, I don't know. I'm just spitballing, throwing it out there. I think they're really close. I think that roster is um, 
They had so many injuries on defense this they year. Did, yeah. So many injuries on defense. I don't know where Stephon Diggs is going to get his mail next year. I'm not sure that you can go back to him uh, for another. Uh, I mean, that and it's just more than that drop that he had on that long mm-hmm. pass. But I don't know. I'm not sure what the relationship is. Yet like. Snead following you around that makes it difficult too. It's true. He's a really good player. Mm-hmm. He's a really good player. So does he get Zay Flowers? I would think. You know, I was just about to ask you that very same <laughs> question. We've worked together a long time. Yes, we have. Um, Yes, I, I think the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, wouldn't you? I think so. Mm-hmm. I I really struggle to see what Andrews is going to be able to give them. I It's just the great unknown, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, I like the idea of him and Likely out there together. Yep. yep. Are we going to see, I think we're going to see the game plan from the second half of the Buffalo game, too, from Kansas City defensively. A lot of that covered zero, everybody up on the line, mm-hmm. try to cut down on passing lanes yep. for Lamar. Baltimore can just run the ball so well. They really can. They're a much superior running team uh-huh. than what Buffalo is. Everything football-wise tells me, yes, Baltimore. I'm with you. Baltimore going away. But yet, what, what's, what's the the great equalizer? Well, 15. number 15. <laughs> you get that. And I'm rare. I shouldn't say really. Conspiracy theories are goofy sometimes. Yeah. The Taylor, the call's not in. But then when you oh, see... CBS wants that so oh, bad. Well, and when you see the referee and his numbers, home teams yeah. struggle with his crew. I saw, I saw that. I'm glad you brought that up. What's the guy's name? He's uh, <sighs> a black dude. Um, I, oh, I can't Is remember. it Cleetman? No, no, no. Different no, guy. No, different. I, but whoever, who the guy is. He favors the road team. Yes. Every time he works a game, mm-hmm. the road team seems to, seems to get a favorable whistle. And the statistics, this isn't fans just saying that. Statistics actually bear this out. Where, I saw that at the middle of the week. Somebody posted that on one of the gambling sites. Um, you know, when you're doing your homework, getting ready to make your pick, the, the head referee, the white hat, seemingly a lot of the calls uh, end up in the favor of the road team, who whatever game he's officiating. So we'll watch it from, from there. But look, Baltimore's offensive line, Zeitler, and of course, Linderbaum. Uh, we know those two. Ronnie Staley's got something left. Um, Isaiah likely, if Mark Andrews can answer the bell or he's, you know, can't play as many snaps as he can. And then on this defense, this is where I keep going out, uh, coming, um, coming back to. I like their secondary. I love their, um, their front. Uh, they, what do they play? They're three, four, aren't they? Um, they're good. They're really good. And if it comes down to a kick, who would you rather have? I'll take Justin Tucker. I'll take Justin Tyson. He's statistically the best kicker in the history of the sport. Not this year, though. Is, is Butker better? Uh, no, please don't. Well, there's been four misses this year. Have there been for him? He's still really good. He's, yes, he's, he's really, really good. good. Let's get Corey in here, then we'll move on. Hi, Corey. How are you? Hey, what's going on? Hopefully my phone's better this time. <laughs> yes, much better. All right. I'm gonna, yeah, thanks. All right. I'm going to give you guys the secret to the AFC Championship game. Not right. that I'm a gambler or anything like that. I'm all ears. What now? This is for both of you. What beats a great defense? Great offense. <laughs> what? No, no. What? Be, what can the? What beats a great defense? I got two words for you. Misdirection. Misdirection. Uh huh. Kansas City's got a lot of that. I, yes. Yes. Reed. <laughs> you. Come on, guys. You've known Reed for ages. He has sat down, him and his offensive staff, they have sat in that room, and they have dissected Baltimore's defense for 
ages. <laughs> Reed's Reed's Pretty eyes excited are about this. popping. Reed's eyes are probably popping out of his head. But if you can get those middle linebackers flowing in one direction, yeah, that's that's what's going to be. That's we what's shall do it for the Chiefs. Corey, I'm Corey's going to flip and save that. We'll watch that unfold. Appreciate it. Enjoy the games. Sean Smith is the name of the referee. That's the referee. Yes. Sean something. Yep. Sean Smith. Under Smith, home teams are 17 and tw- 17 29 and 3. ATS 37% over the last three years. This year, 37% home teams are only winning by when this guy officiates. In total this year, Smith called 924 yards and penalties on home teams, 709 on road teams. This is from uh, Warren Sharp. Sharp That's where it was, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Again, it's the tinfoil hat. Mm -hmm. It's the conspiracy. It was the late pass interference call from the Mm -hmm. the Buffalo game. Goodell hit the buzzer. (laughs) (laughs) There's <laughs> the Buffalo Wild Wings commercial, right? right? And out comes the flag, and we'll make something up here and give the uh, give the Chiefs another opportunity. Look, I, there's no conspiracy. There's the, no. We, we don't believe this for one second. However, the statistics do bear out uh, that when this uh, when Mister Smith's uh, on the on the field, when he and his crew are doing game, now it's an all star crew, which is I guess good news. Yeah, that uh, maybe those statistics don't hold water. So anyway, we'll see. I just like you say, I, I would sign right now for one good game. Yeah, right. And I mean, hopefully we get two, but you know, give us one. And uh, one other NFL note. Help me out here. The Bears are interviewing Joe Barry. For their defense coordinator, what? I, this organization. Are they trying to get some intel or something? That would be your only hope, right? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Much maligned. Yeah. With your rival. Mm-hmm. You know what we should do? Let's hire him. Yeah. Now, you know the Packers are interviewing today for their op- uh, for their open uh, for Barry's old spot. <laughs> What's that? Uh, Brandon Staley, Chargers coach. Yeah, those defenses weren't very good in char- with the Chargers, were they? Uh, no, no, but they had, to, yeah, they, they got some dudes over there on that side of the ball, too. Anyways, uh, real quick, Drake, because I want to spend a couple of minutes on this game. <laughs> I, I know that we've got a Cyclone guest and a Hawkeye guest. This game tomorrow at the Naps Center at 5 o'clock, I, it's, it's, it's too bad it's not television. I mean, mm-hmm. big, big TV, but you can always watch it on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, and you said the point spreads. What did you projected be, at Ken Palm? Double see. digits? Yeah, it's it's eight right now. Okay, that makes more sense. Eight. That makes more. I, I still think that's a little high. And that's projected home court uh, three point four, three mm-hmm. and a half, basically uh, at the Nap Center is what he has projected there. Drake coming off a loss. Mm-hmm. Tucker getting absolutely shut down. He did in the second half. He didn't score or in or, or in overtime. We've seen that. There's been some weird games mm-hmm. from for Tucker him. DeVries yep, this year, hasn't there? But then usually the next time he comes back and scores 32. Right, exactly. <laughs> there, there's been that part of it, too. You and I is playing good basketball. They're playing very well right now. They're starting to figure it out. Yep. This is a big step up in competition, though. Mm-hmm. This is, well, Drake and Indiana State are on their own tier. I think that's fair to say, mm-hmm. that those two have separated themselves so Has much. Has Indiana State separated themselves a little bit from Drake? When's that rematch? Is it coming up? Uh, Saturday, February 3rd. So yeah, a week from Saturday, a week from tomorrow. We'll get that one. Do we get TV on that one? I don't have it here. I'd have to look. But yeah, that will be, yeah, so eight days away. That's going to be a huge spot. Mm -hmm. Drake's got to figure it out. 
You and I, though, their wins have come against since the lost Indiana State. UIC stinks. Yeah, bad. Murray State got off to a good start. They're still not very good. Uh-huh. Belmont, that was a really good game. Mm-hmm. And they ran away from them. By the way, ESPN2. That's nice. Drake, Indiana State next week. SIU, and then Evansville. Mm-hmm. And both of those at home. Yeah. This is a big step up in competition it is. for the I Panthers. Agree. This I agree. Is, what did Drake beat Evansville over the weekend by 49? <laughs> yeah. And you and I beat him at home by seven. <laughs> Yeah, big step up. Now, right. do not do not use that to say, well, no, Drake's going to win by 42. Right, right yeah. <laughs> but your point's well taken. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll head to Las Vegas, catch up with our buddy. Speaking of numbers, Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports. Right now, though, it's time for another $1,000. Swoosh! <laughs> head to KXNO.com right now. You can enter the nationwide keyword check, check, at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. That's check. At KXNO.com, another opportunity coming up in about an hour. Then throughout the afternoon with Murph and Andy, who are at Grimaldi's, and I ordered it again last night. Did you? Yes, I did. It's so good. They got their hooks in you. That's twice in five days. So good. Getting you out of your routine. It is. It's absolutely. This Uber Eats app, Uh it's dangerous. (laughs) Um, It sounds like it's brand new. It's been around forever. I mean, come on. Wake up. what was I going to say? Uh, Chris Williams, 12.05. Then Caker. Then our picks. Mike Palm next. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Hundred bets off. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Take you until 1 o'clock. Nick Athen will join us in about 15 minutes. More Chiefs and Baltimore coming up with NickChiefsBlitz.com. Let's head to Las Vegas. VP of Operations, who I haven't talked to in weeks, uh, is Mike Palm, the Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports. Mike, this is Ken Miller. <laughs> My partner's Trent Condon. How are you? Ken, is that you? Yeah. Good to talk to you. How are you? Missed you. Are you back in Iowa now? I am back for, back for the last couple of weeks. Oh, well, but it was snowing one week. It was. It got, uh, it got derailed coming home. Had to spend a couple of nights, extra nights in Kansas City. Um, but, yeah. uh, but back in Ankeny and couldn't be happier. Uh, anyways, uh, Mike, before we get into the football and everything, I, well, while I was, uh, in California, I sent you this text because, uh, no one else will talk hockey with me. <laughs> and I, and it feels t- like a shot. <laughs> and the text I sent you was, Mike, I think my Jets are good. Are my Jets good? They are good, aren't they? They're okay, Ken. I don't know if they're good. They're good enough to be in the playoffs, and they're good enough to beat teams when the other team doesn't play their best. I don't know if they generate enough offense to carry them through winning 16 games in the playoffs, but they're a lot better than I expected. Me too. They're pretty buttoned up defensively. They don't give things away. They're organized in the defensive zone, and they still have Connor Hellebuck. I know they had the eight-game win streak. Yep. Uh, uh, The scoreless game the other night in Toronto. I laid the price with Toronto, and, and I had to squeak it out. Uh, in OT, uh, but but they're good. I mean that whole, the central is very interesting, right? There's a lot of teams that are good, not great. I I, I keep I, I keep asking myself, is Colorado really the best team, and they just haven't shown it yet? Mm. At the end of the day, they'll get there. I mean Edmonton 15 in a row now. I laid two and a half goals last night, the first time wow. in my life. And they, how can you lay two and a half? I said, well, I, if they're up two, they pulled the goalie with four minutes left. Well, mm-hmm. the Hawks didn't do it till about two and a half, but we got the empty netter, so. Edmonton's playing really well. They're not allowing a lot of goals. Something we haven't seen out of them uh, really during this whole McDavid era is being able to be good on the defensive side. So um, the Kings really struggling. Yep. They were great early. 
Uh, I thought Calgary was getting some momentum. They've been awful for two weeks. So the West is very interesting. I'm not sold on the night. So I still think Dallas has a lot of talent. I think it's pretty wide open. But if you had asked me today who's the best team, um, somewhere between Colorado and Edmonton. Yeah, it's fair. Me looking at the standings for the first time in a while. <laughs> the, the Central's locked up. I mean, we know the three playoff teams right now, right? Winnipeg, Colorado, and Dallas yeah. are all And then one in. will get a wild card, yeah. probably. Yeah. It's uh, interesting. Well, we'll get into that again in April. All right, let's get into some football. <laughs> uh, Mike, this has been so wild to watch. I was shocked that that six and a half was out there for so long in the San Francisco game against Detroit. Was it just the stink of Purdy's performance on Saturday night that I was so surprised, not that it was there at six and a half, but it stayed there for, what, well over 24 hours before it finally got back to seven? What have you guys seen in betting in that game? Because that was one that was quite befuddling for me looking here in the Midwest. We've resisted the seven and a half, but we're seven minus 120 if you want to okay. take the bets and lay it. So um, a lot of other books have gone to seven and a half, and they bounce back and forth once they've got there. I don't think anybody stayed at seven and a half for more than a couple hours. So it'll be interesting where it settles in at kickoff. Uh, Purdy, um, Debo's health, mm-hmm. and frankly, I thought Shanahan was awful on Saturday yeah. night as well. The Packers were the better team. The Packers should have won that game four or five different ways. Uh, and I give LaFleur a lot of credit for getting him to that point, but he was so conservative in the second half. And um, I, I wonder about. How you how you lay seven in this game when Shanahan's come up small in big spots like time and time again? So I actually took seven in this spot. Interesting. Of the two games, which will do the the most business? Where will the highest right be? Yeah, uh, I would normally say the later game, yeah. but I think it probably be the Chiefs in Baltimore, just because it's a really sexy matchup with two good teams. The Chiefs, their sixth consecutive AFC Championship game. Uh, two Super Bowls, of course, Andy Reid, Mahomes, that whole story. And then Baltimore is probably the best team, and their defense has been so good. And how how are they going to attack uh, Mahomes? How how will how will KC try to defend Lamar? I mean, there's a lot of great storylines. I I convince myself of one side or the other every other day, so I'll probably just watch it and hope it's a great game. Prop markets obviously are going to be ridiculous for the Super Bowl, but you know, playoffs you're looking for a little bit more. I like Mahomes this week over the rushing total. Uh, 25 and a half is what I got early this week. little juice, minus 114 when I got it. But that's one that I, I think is out there. Are props a growing market for you guys? Not Super Bowl. We know Super Bowl is its own animal. But in terms of just throughout the football season, more and more people gravitating towards not just betting aside, but also getting a prop or two out there for a, a lot of different games. No, it's every sport. It's every sport. Mm. Uh, and Football, you know, we think about it in terms of football, but in terms of the percentage of handle, it might be the least impactful, even though it's significant. I mean, in basketball, nobody wants to lay points or, or take points or bet a total there. It's all uh, betting over under an individual's points, their rebounds. Their, I mean, now they want to bet assists, turnovers, blocks, everything. I'm telling you, in Illinois, our right is down significantly because Bedard is out. On Blackhawks games, we wrote more on Bedard goal scoring wow. and shots on goal props than we did on the Hawks side or total in every game. Isn't that so? And he's and, you know, he, he's and out till when? After the I mean after the All Star break, but he's getting he's skating. I'm, I know. I'm hearing second week of March. Okay. I'm is what I'm wow, hearing. that long. Ooh. 
Yeah, yeah. That's that's, uh, that's and, bad. And then in football, I mean, there's just so many. I mean, I think there's some the prop which quarterback will throw for the most yards this weekend is really interesting. There's a prop will all four teams kick a field goal 33 hmm. yards or more. Will all score four teams score a touchdown and a field goal? Which tight end will have the most yards? I mean, there's so many different ways to attack it and fun different ways, and, and it makes it really interesting. So, I mean, like if I couldn't make a decision on this Chiefs game, of uh, lay four, take four, or 44-and-a-half over or under, I mean, I could find a prop, I'm sure. Uh, with the Super Bowl, I'm hearing there's going to be 300,000 people in Las Vegas. Without the Super Bowl, there would be 300,000 people <laughs> uh, in Las Vegas Super Bowl weekend. Is the gate, the D, and Circa, are you guys full, Mike? And what have you got going on uh, on Super over. Bowl weekend? Are you really? That yeah, we're over. And if the Lions happen to win on Sunday. I mean, my God. Oh. The amount of people that will, from Detroit that will be expecting a place to stay in Super Bowl tickets will be overwhelming. Um, but, you know, Derek will be at the game again. He was there yep. last weekend in Detroit, and now we're running a promotion actually saw that. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna do, if somebody's going to win two tickets to fly with him. Uh, he got this JXS, this new airline. They, they're 30-seat planes. So he was able to rent the plane to go up there. So he's taking a big crew again. I passed because I committed to Brent. I do an hour with him on the pregame show mm. Sunday. So, I mean, it's tough. I'd love to go. I, I mean, this is more attractive to me to go to the NFC Championship in San Francisco yeah. than to go back to Detroit to play Tampa. But, I mean, it, you know, one's a Hall of Famer and one isn't. So I had to tell Derek thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> uh, but he's going to give away tickets. We'll have all the parties. You know, we'll have the 6,000 people outside. We'll have... We're actually doing two casino parties this year, 800 people in Galaxy Ballroom at Circa uh, and 300 people in the Detroit Ballroom. We're actually having a retail party at Bar Canada. People are buying, groups are buying spaces there. We'll have the book. We'll have, we'll have obviously, Stadium Swim. And the, the events leading up to it, I mean, I just got my media schedule. It, starts, it doesn't start Super Bowl week. It starts this Tuesday. I have to be available from 5 to 7 a.m. to do hits on the CBS station in San Francisco. Because they're doing stories about where's the best place to watch the Super Bowl if you don't have tickets in Las Jeez. Vegas. So, uh, I, the, our marketing girl Brooks said, "Just be available at five a.m. every morning from Tuesday <laughs> to the Super Bowl." Fun. Where's Media Row this year? Where, where's all the media hanging out? Where's that? Candlelight Bay, so right across from the stadium. Gotcha. You know? Makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, I was up late last night. Live betting tennis. Yeah, uh, some people might say Jesus. that's a problem. It is. <laughs> I got Joker at plus 750 in the tie break of the third set. Of course, he gets beat in the fourth there. You know, something like the Australian Open. It's on goofy times. It's on middle of the night for us and, well, late night for you guys there. Any handle, anything that you guys see, or you idiots like me, oh, at least I'll live bet it and something to watch there. What do you guys see with something like the Australian Open? Oh, it's not bad. Um, obviously... Uh, the U.S. Open is the heaviest bet, then okay. Wimbledon. Um, but Australia actually gets more than French, and we get some good action on it. You know, we get good action on the women's side, actually, more than the men. Because maybe you think there's, you know, people want to bet dogs and there's more chances of upset. Mm. I bet Joker to win the third. I laid a little bit of a price. I just couldn't see him getting swept, even though he was playing very humanly yeah. uh, last night. You know what I found, Trent? I've gotten into, especially just in this Australia Open, betting the game's handicap and oh. trying to middle Middling games handicaps now fascinating me in tennis. <laughs> you do it. Ah, wheels are turning over <laughs> yeah. here. Hey, uh, who don't you need? Of the four remaining teams, futures-wise, uh, who would be the worst result for you and who would be the best result of the four remaining teams? Well, Baltimore will bankrupt us. Really? Uh, wow. 
I, I, I'm exaggerating, but we took a hundred thousand sure. dollar bet at thirteen to one after week five. Wow! Uh, so Detroit is absolutely the best. Although somebody called yesterday, they wanted to bet two hundred thousand on the Lions to win the Super Bowl at plus seven fifty. So that would even that out a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But it would take two hundred away from the the Baltimore liability. Uh, Detroit's very good for the NFC as we stand now. Very good for the Super Bowl. What we want is uh, we want Detroit KC Super Bowl. That would that would be good. Detroit KC Super Bowl. Good stuff. Mike Palm uh, nine nine thirty next Friday. Put that on your calendar if you would for us as well as uh, you can, you can join us. Hopefully, uh, I know you're swapped. But I will text you, and if you can't do it, we certainly understand. But we appreciate the relationship, and really good to talk to you again, Mike. Thank you. Have a good week. All right, thanks. Have a great weekend, guys. Yep, see you, buddy. Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports. Download the app now uh, here in the state of Iowa. Will you be playing any of those props? Yeah, I already got Mahomes over 25 and a half. Um, I was just looking through my pending bets. Yeah. May 16th at 12.37 p.m. We must have been on the air. <laughs> I got the Ravens to win the AFC. At how much? At plus 12.50. That's really good. Yeah. So plus twelve fifty. I can hedge and guarantee myself a profit. Yeah, or let it ride with the favorite at home. <sighs> I'm not even going to. You're on your own. Yeah, I mean it's it's twenty bucks. It's to win two fifty though. That's good. The way that I bet, that's mm-hmm. that's a good chunk of change that, in my bankroll. Twenty five extra bets in your bankroll. That, absolutely. So. That's what I'm going to be thinking and pondering about just a, a little bit there. And I uh, just saw they have all the big duels for Friday Night Wrestling up tonight. Iowa, Illinois. Iowa favored by 19. Iowa State, Oklahoma. Cyclones favored by 23 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that they added just a couple of years ago. We when came you up, asked for it. Yes, it was number one, number two, Iowa, Penn State. Yeah. They went there, and now they have a guy that that's part of yeah. his job, and he's got and not didn't just that. You, didn't you ask for the Iowa women to be put up first last year? yep. And now that's a an every game situation. It's pretty nice to have a relationship like this. It is where, yes, it's circa. It's the biggest sports book in the world, mm-hmm. but it's still, for all intents and purposes, a mom and pop shop compared it is, to some of the no others. Question. And yeah, you guys come up with an idea, uh-huh. we'll send it along to them. If it's something that now we can't do individual player props. We had something last year. Remember with Caitlin Clark, yeah. can't do that. Right, not not in the state Kate, of Iowa. They yeah. can in Vegas. Right, they can put it up in Illinois. Mm-hmm. They can yeah. put it up in Nevada. But we can't play here. Right. Uh, it's 11.45. We'll take our time out. Miller and Condon come back. Uh, Nick Athen will join us. ChiefsBlitz.com. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Let's talk about this AFC Championship game. Nick Athen joins us. ChiefsBlitz.com. ChiefsBlitz.com had a ton of content all week long on the Chiefs and Baltimore matchup, and Nick joins us. Nick, Trent, and Ken, thank you for coming on. How are you, Nick Athen? I'm doing great, guys. How about yourself? Doing well, and really gone back and forth on this game all week long. I really have. Uh, and, and you know what it comes down to for me is Baltimore's defense against, obviously, the best quarterback in the league in, in Patrick Mahomes uh, and what he's able to do. But Baltimore's defense, Nick, they are so good. Uh, this is going to be a really tough test for the Ravens. Is that your – is it as simple as that if the Ravens' defense can – uh, shut down Mahomes to an extent, uh, then that's game, set, match? Uh, that's probably game, set, almost match, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, if you stop Patrick Mahomes, you stop the Chiefs. <clears throat> you know, if they take the Raiders' approach and just put all that kind of pressure on him, 
Uh, you know, he, he can he can make mistakes, but I think he's a different quarterback now. I think what we've seen in the last two games, even going back to the Bengals game, is okay. Patrick knows what he has on offense. He knows who he can count on, <clears throat> and he can get the ball to him. Enough of the other guys once or twice and trust them to kind of open things up for everybody else. So, listen, if Patrick Mahomes plays like he has in the last three games, the Ravens are not going to win this football game. If the Ravens' defense shuts down Isaiah Pacheco, then maybe that does change the dynamic a little bit. It kind of forces Mahomes to, I hate to say this, out of his comfort zone of what the offense has become. But we all know that magic's still inside him no matter what. So if he has to pull out the miraculous, it's still there. Um, but that's, that's the key matchup. Michael Pierce, third nose tackle, is 395 pounds. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit. He's a huge beast of a man. And if we can't control him and not having you know, Joe Thune, um, you know, that, that could be a little bit of a problem for Kansas City. But I'm just not going against Mahomes. I think he'll solve that defense. On the other side, defensively, it was slowing down in the second <laughs> half. Josh Allen running the football, and here comes Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Do you anticipate a similar game plan, what they did in the second half? A lot of those cover zero looks, a lot of guys up at the line, not sure where the blitz is coming from. Do you think a similar game plan here from Spags here from the second half of a week ago? Yeah, I think this is a perfect you know, one-two combination for Spags to go against because you're basically facing the same kind of concept of a quarterback, um, the same schemes, the same blocking schemes, um, you know, two tight ends capable wide receivers, mobile quarterback. And I think you're going to see the second-half Chiefs be the, the first half against the Ravens. I think they're going to come out and have an idea as to what they can do. Um, they'll have Willie Gay back, which will be huge. Sounds like Mike Edwards probably will be back. That's going to be huge. Um, so I think if they have their full complement of defenders, that I, I think they'll be okay. That, the, key, the key for the Chiefs' defense is really simple for the March action. Make them go side to side. Make them go yeah. east and west and, and, not, and not straight ahead. If they can do that, then they're going to force him to pass the ball. And even though he's done a really good job of passing the ball this year, it's been more predicated on the fact that the run has been really, really successful. And so the passes are just another element to his game. But he's made some clutch throws. I'm going to give him his props. Um, but that's the key for Kansas City. That's contain him and make him go side to side. Make him force the ball in the air in pressure situations, and let's see what he can do. So Gay's questionable, but you think he's going to play? And he was uh, while he was in the game last week. He was he was spying on Josh Allen. Uh, will he spy yeah. on Lamar Jackson? Will that be his primary assignment in this game? Yeah, I would think so. He's probably the only guy that can actually do it. That Drew Tranquil probably can as well, uh, but they would have to sacrifice you know another position you know in the secondary maybe, and it just depends on how. You know, the Ravens line up their receivers. But to me, Willie Gay is the key. If he can if he can put pressure on him and he can keep him getting him to go side to side and they can fill in the gap, uh, he can fill in one of those running lanes. But yeah, I, I think he's the guy that you use to spy Lamar Jackson. Kyle Hamilton's playing at an all pro mm-hmm. level at the safety position. Kelsey, he still got it from time to time. I don't know if he can give it to you for a full four quarters. He asked out of the game at one point last mm-hmm. week, but schematically, you know, kind of scheming up a couple of different things for Kelsey. How big of a part of the game plan is it, or because of the concerns of Hamilton, is this going to have to be a wide receiver game? I, I don't get the sense that the Chiefs fear the secondary. Uh, I, don't, I don't get the sense that they fear 
the Ravens' defense. So I think they're just going to do their game plan. I mean, Kelsey's going to find some open spaces um, in the middle of the field. And I think he's still number one and Rice is number two. Pacheco, obviously. But to me, you know, Travis seems over the last couple of games to kind of like, okay, I'm back. All that stuff people were saying about me, it's not true. I'm not retiring. I got a lot of football left in me. And, uh, you know, I think he's got something to prove. And, and I think I think what people don't know, what they don't see with Travis Kelsey as much as maybe some other people is that he's driven. He's focused. He understands the moment just like Mahomes does. And that's infectious on the rest of the football team. And I think his leadership has been great. And I think his, his, his consistency and making sure everybody around him understands what the moment means. And with that experience and with the Super Bowl titles and the success that she's had, you know, it gives him a path to follow. And I think where the Ravens fall short is they really don't have that been there, done that, accomplished something great over and over again mentality the Chiefs have. And to answer your question in a roundabout way, as you normally this is you know how I roll. <laughs> I think I think Kelsey's gonna have a lot of open space to work with. And I think he's still going to be priority number one for Patrick Mahomes. All right, Nick Athen, good luck to your squad. Chiefsblitz.com content throughout the weekend. We will let's, uh, why don't you pencil in same time on Monday to recap this with us? Nick, enjoy the game. Chiefsblitz.com for uh, all the uh, advanced coverage leading up to the game. Thank you, Nick. Back to back Super Bowl. Let's do it. See you, buddy. Nick Athen, hour two next, 106.3 KXNO.